And now, for a podcast 20 years in the making. Shit, them boys is having the time of their lives. <laughs> it will be in your head for the next hour believe you sports, history, just pure randomness. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. With your hosts, Robbie Nelson. A team that is known as the Bears. The Bears. And the Bulls. The Bulls. The Bulls. And Mike Chips. That guy's pretty good, if, if you like. 6'5", 230-pound quarterbacks, laser, rocket arm. Are you ready for Welcome to the Dog And the boys are back to Welcome to the Dog Pound off of our uh, hiatus. Um, it's been my bad. Uh, been busy with life stuff, as this kid has as well, so... Per usual, I'm your host, the dog, Robbie Nelson, featuring my main man, Mike Kiss. Say what's up, Mike. How's it going? And we are back on one of my favorite weeks of the year, um, NFL Draft Week. And we've um, been pretty busy since the last time we recorded. Uh, I was hoping we would get to do some more stuff around March Madness and whatnot, but been too too busy um, in our personal lives, but... Um, we enjoyed watching basketball. Uh, we had the Masters in between that, which was awesome to watch. Tiger pulling it out on Sunday. Um, I think everybody was talking about yeah. For some. For some. You were, you didn't like it? I was indifferent. So. <laughs> indifferent. Of course you were. So, um, anyway, uh, it's an annual, <clears throat> excuse me, a tradition of mine to do my own personal mock draft because it's my dream to be... Tom McShay or Mel Kuyper, um, and do that for a living, which will never happen. But I thought it'd be fun to get on here before the first round, um, which is on Thursday of this week, and kind of just go through my mock draft and have Mike give me shit on it and say how bad it is, which he will. He's nodding in approval. And, and you know, talk about our local in-state guys and where – I think they might go and where Mike think they might go. So are you ready to fire this out, Mike, and see what you think and how bad it is? Yes. All right. So just to start off with, um, any of our fans out there just want to look at it um, in writing. I have it out on our Facebook page as well as I got a link to it on our Twitter page as well. So re, uh, look out on there and check it out. Um, as well as my personal page, I put the mock draft off on there every year, and you can even look at my previous ones if you'd like. So, <clears throat> so this year in 2019, uh, the Arizona Cardinals have the first pick, and it's uh, been kind of an interesting offseason for them with a uh, former Big 12 head coach being their new head coach in Double K, Cliff Kingsbury. And he wasn't <laughs> a very winning head coach in college, but somehow that qualifies him to be a NFL head coach, which is kind of amazing. But I would I would pick him, or I'd hire him. Yeah, but I mean to run your offense, not your defense, and overall overseeing like if he gets a good D coordinator with him, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. 
Well, I've, I mean, this comes back to everybody's trying to find their next Sean McVay, uh, the coach of the Rams, who's a young, up-and-coming offensive guy that, you know, went to the Super Bowl last year. So, anyway, so let's get started. So, for my pick for the Arizona Cardinals, I went with Kyler Murray, the reigning Heisman winner from Oklahoma uh, that plays quarterback. He was a first-round pick um, in baseball for the Oakland Athletics. And everybody didn't think he was going to be draftable because of that. And then he decided to pursue his football dreams. Now, <laughs> I don't think he should be the first round pick. I'm just going with this because I think Cliff Kingsbury wants a guy like this and he doesn't love Josh Rosen. So I think what's going to happen is they make this pick and then trade Josh Rosen for another pick this year or maybe next year. Um, if I was the Cardinals, I would draft a defensive lineman because they need help there. And in the NFL, it's important to build through the lines. And they already have a first-round quarterback who had a terrible offensive line last year. But I think Kyler is the pick here just because of all the smoke around it. And I didn't think Baker Mayfield was going to be a first-round pick last year, even though there was smoke around that. Or, excuse me, the first overall pick. And then he was. So Maybe. I, I still don't – not David. David Carr? They're going to trade him. You think so? They just sent all their scouts home. They don't trust their scouts. They're doing weird stuff. John Gruden is obsessed with quarterbacks, and Derek Carr's not his guy. I don't know. It's not David Carr. You're thinking of the one that got sacked a bunch on the Texans. Uh, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> still. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm no. saying, yeah, it'd be – they're, they're the a team that needs more. Yeah. Cardinals need offensive line, and they need more than just a quarterback. When you put Kyler Murray back there, he's going to get destroyed. Yeah, I mean, it's very true. But he didn't get a hit a lot at Oklahoma. Granted, it's the Big 12. Granted, Oklahoma's stacked. Granted, Oklahoma usually sends four offensive linemen into the NFL, usually. And there's one in my first round here exactly. later on, so... <laughs> He's gonna be playing better behind a better O line at Oklahoma than he is probably with the Arizona Cardinals. This is true. Um, so whether it's right or wrong, I think that's what's gonna happen. And since I do not project trades in this, um, even though I think they trade Rosen and they get an extra first round pick this year, um, I didn't predict that in this, but that's neither here nor there. So, all right. Pick number two, San Francisco 49ers. They think they have their quarterback um, and Jimmy Garoppolo, even though he got hurt last year. Um, they actually scored, or they actually got a lot of yards with Nick Mullins at quarterback, of all people. So they still need help on the defensive side. I'm not a huge fan of this guy, but he seems to be the consensus number one overall guy in Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa's little brother. Um, from Ohio State on the edge. And <clears throat> it could help fill a need for them because they, they actually need some more pass, pass rush. I mean, who doesn't? So I think that's the pick there. Although they do really need a wide receiver, but you're not taking that at number two. So I think in round two, that's where they go. But for here, Nick Bosa, thoughts? Uh, I mean, it makes sense. He's probably the most talented defensive player in the draft. But what are you going to get from him? Are you going to get somebody that actually wants to play football? Or are you going to get 
somebody that is a prima donna. I think he's somewhat <laughs> prima donna. Just because he sat out. Well, just because of his family and Joey's not a prima donna. Well, no, he was the younger brother. Joey's the older brother. No, I'm saying Nick's the younger brother. He is the prima donna. Joey did sit out the first half of the, his rookie season, holding out though. So well, runs in the family. Maybe you're not wrong. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. So, all right. Next is the New York Jets. Um, they found their quarterback of the future last year in Sam Darnold, but their defense wasn't great. Um, they, they need a pass rush, like I just said, in the worst way. So I have them going with Josh Allen from Kentucky, who had been a good player, but he really came on this last year and dominated in the SEC. And he was on a team in Kentucky that really never wins, and they had a 10-win season, and he was the leader of their defense. I think he can be a successful player. He's <clears throat> excuse me, a hard worker, and he you know tested pretty well. So I think this would be a good spot for him. Um, if somebody does trade up to get in front of the Raiders, this would be the spot if the Jets can trade down. So, thoughts? This is a Kentucky basketball player going to the Jets? <laughs> yeah, it seems weird that they have a football player getting drafted in the first round. And they've had a player being drafted in the first round. You know who hasn't? Us, since 1973 or whatever. I think... I think this is where the Jets go another prima donna to join somebody in New York, and I think they go Ed Oliver. There, there is some scuttlebutt to that, so you, you may be onto something. So, um, one of our friends is not going to be pleased where I have Ed Oliver. So we'll get to that. All right, next is the Oakland Raiders. I have zero idea what they're going to do. Um, like I just said earlier they sent their scouts home they don't trust anybody john Gruden's kind of just wheeling and dealing and doing trading away their best players um you know it could be it could be it could be some random dude that runs a 4-2 because that's what al davis liked i don't know but if i was them i would take quinnon williams who's a defensive line from alabama he was incredible this year just absolute stud in the middle and i think in the NFL, you have to build through the offensive line and the def- defensive line, and this would be a really good pick. Your thoughts? No way. <laughs> no way. I agree that you build through the offensive and defensive line. I figured you'd be pumped about that. You love but line play. The Raiders are stupid. They are stupid. This is true. This is where they're going to reach for an <clears throat> overrated pass rusher. Like Ed Oliver, who just wanted to well, pick I was going to say like Rashawn Gary. Oh, yeah, like and he's decent, like top ten talent, but I still think like the Raiders. Well, he he are just tore right. his shoulder too. Exactly, and allegedly just got a nine on his wonder lick. Exactly. Well, the only per- person dumber perfect. than him is uh, Vince Young or per- Troy Davis. We're not per- sure. Perfect Raider talent. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised, opinion. honestly. So Raider Raiders aren't smart. To, they're going to build in the trenches, but with somebody stupid. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, next is the Tampa Bay Bucks. My girlfriend, Stacia's favorite team. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. She owns a shirt. So She owns a shirt. <laughs> she does. You know this. Um, true. So I have them taking the linebacker from LSU and Devin White. 
Um, he's a little undersized. He's only six foot, about 240, but he packs a punch and he's all over the field. And I think he really fits on the defense and what they want to do and could really help him on that side of the ball. Um, I think Bruce Arians, who's now their new coach, and I'm a huge fan of Bruce, um, can get Jameis Winston to maybe maybe play better. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Either way, I think they go defense in the first round here. Any thoughts on that, Mike? Mike? Um, who is the Buccaneers' new defensive coordinator? It is, is it Todd Bowles. It is Todd Bowles because they're former, friends. Is that former quarterback challenge Todd Bowles, the quarterback? No. Oh, okay. Todd Bowles played defensive back in the NFL, I think. I thought maybe it was uh, Todd Bowles. No, this is the this is the former Jets head coach. He actually was D coordinator under Arians before, so yeah. that's why they're together. I think yeah. Arians going to stick defense here. I don't yeah. know where, but he'll stick defense. I think he's got enough weapons on the offense, unless they go O line and. Yeah, Every, everybody needs O line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's either O line or defense for the Buccaneers. That's a good call. All right, next is the New York Giants. This is a spot where I think Josh Rosen could get traded if what I talked about before happens. But in this scenario, I'm going to have him taking the very young quarterback from Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins. Kit's already shaking his head. He hates it. Um, he got better as the season went on. Um, he's got a strong arm. He's accurate. He's raw and very slow, even though Stephen A. Smith said he's a good runner because Stephen A. Smith doesn't watch football. But they need a quarterback of the future. Um, Kiss is mad because his boy Eli is on the way out. And oh, I'm not my boy. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's your boy. I'm just saying. I he's a man. He's your boy. The Giants are just going to try to take the best of player available, and they're not worried about a quarterback. Right like now. they did last year and taking Saquon Bar- exactly. Barkley. This year and then next year is when they make their move for their quarterback. You could be right. Um, they do have two first-round picks this year, don't forget, because mm-hmm. they traded OBJ to the Cleveland Browns. So, I so. mean, they could get one later in the round. But the earlier pick, I think they're going to take the best player available. That's fair. That definitely fits them still, though, too. That is fair. So, I think they could either go another linebacker here. Um with Devin Bush um, from Michigan, who's highly rated as well. Cornerback is too too early, but they need that as well. So, on to Kit's beloved Jacksonville Jaguars. I have, for all you Hawk fans out there, I have TJ Hawkinson going. I think he's the first tight end from the two Iowa tight ends to go off the board. Um, I really think the Jags could go offensive tackle here because they definitely need that as well. But with signing Nick Foles as their quarterback and building their offense around the run game specifically and play-action passing, I think they want a tight end that can do both. You want the – not that he's ever going to be the same as Gronk, but you want the guy that can block as well as run you know, pass routes off that play-action, which he did at Iowa. So I think this is a slam dunk for them. So what do you think? I like it. Yeah. I think because it's a, good, a great pick for them. What? Uh, who was Foles' top target in Philly when they won the Super Bowl? Zach Ertz. Exactly. Yep. I mean, Hawkinson's probably no like Zach Ertz build wise, yeah. but he's very athletic, very 
probably doesn't look muscular, but he's very deceiving. He's, yeah. Yeah. So, and he's a great blocker. And yeah. you, he's one of those rare guys that can do both. Yeah. Basically, in the NFL, you have one that can either block or catch and not do both. When you have a guy that can do both, you got to take him high. So, yep. Next, I have the Detroit Lions, um, who always seem to be <coughs> garbage. But I think, <coughs> excuse me, um, they're going to take this guy by the name Brian Burns. He's a edge guy from Florida State. Shout out to the Seminoles. Um, this is a place I, I could see them going tight end, but I think they they need some more pass rush help. Um, they're losing Ziggy Ansah. Not that he really played that well last year, but I think this guy is the best speed rusher. Um, maybe not necessarily pass rusher, but speed. And they got to get faster on defense, so I think that's where they go here. Any thoughts, Mike? You probably didn't know. Do you know who this guy is? Mm-mm. Okay, so we'll no, just move no on. No thoughts. And, yeah, you don't really care about the Lions. So, Next is our friend Jeff Cleavers, Buffalo Bills. Let's go, Buffalo. He's going to be mad at me, but I'm going Ed Oliver, defensive tackle from Houston, because they needed a defensive tackle. They lost their leader in Kyle Williams. Um, he retired. And I think Coach McDermott can get the most out of him because Ed Oliver is very, very talented. Um, he does come with red flags, but... I think he's a really good defensive tackle if he's playing up to his potential. They they signed a bunch of offensive linemen in free agency, so I don't think they take offensive line here. Um, I know tight ends a need too, but I think they can wait and get one of the next tier of tight ends um, later down the draft. What do you think, Mike? I, not a bad not a bad idea, <laughs> but still a lot of prima donna prima donna and yeah. Ed Oliver. Yeah. But I will say, though, being in Buffalo, you probably won't get much trouble in Buffalo because just snow and <laughs> other snow in Buffalo, I guess. Well, uh, who was it? There was a player that said the only thing you have to do in Buffalo is have sex, so that's why he got a chick pregnant. Yep. <laughs> All right. So to round out the top 10 here, we have the Denver Broncos, and I have them taking the linebacker from Michigan, Devin Bush, who I think is a really, really good player. I was very tempted to go Drew Locke here from the Tigers of Mizzou, but I think they wait um, and kind of going on what Mike said earlier about waiting until next year's draft. You try to get a guy that can help immediately, and with Vic Fangio coming from my Bears to be their new head coach, he's a defensive guy, obviously, and he loves having a leader in the middle of the defense, and I think Devin Bush could be that guy. Um, wide receiver is a very sneaky need here because Emmanuel Sanders tore his uh, Achilles last year, and he was their top wide out. They traded away Demarius Thomas. They have some young guys there, so they could use another, you know, Playmaker at wide receiver, but I think second round is the big round for wide receivers. I agree. <clears throat> I but I I don't think I don't think they go a different quarterback here. I know you've already picked this guy, but I think so. This is where he falls in your style here. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Just because <clears throat> you think Elway likes that guy, maybe I don't know. Yeah, but it's, it's okay. Definitely if. It's definitely a different style quarterback Denver's had in the last like four or five years since Payne's retired. But they just traded for Joe Flacco. Yeah. 
So, I mean, they have the big, slow, strong-arm quarterback, which what Haskins kind of is, actually. Yeah. So maybe that's the style that they want. Yeah. It's, he's a little bit more athletic probably in the pocket than, like, Osweiler. And well, Osweiler was, like, eight foot tall. Well, so it's hard to be athletic when you're that tall. But it's going to be <laughs> something they're going to try something a little bit different yeah. offensively. No, I, I, I think that's actually pretty fair. If he did fall, I, I could see him going in these next two picks because next we have Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they have a new head coach in Zach Taylor, former Cornhusker, if you remember. He played quarterback there during the Callahan years. Oh, so He's their head coach? He's their head coach because he was a quarterback coach for the Rams and everybody wants to be Sean McVay now or have their uh, coach be Sean McVay. So anyway, it helps if you watch the NFL. Yeah, you you don't. So, but you know some of these players because you watch college football. So that's that's why Mike's helping because he he does know the players. So I have a boring pick here, but a position you love in the offensive line. Uh, Jawan Taylor from Florida. He's offensive tackle. Um, the Bengals' offensive line was not very good last year, um, and I'm a big believer in building through the lines, which I've stated a few times. 100% agree. <laughs> Especially in the NFL, I mean, it's really important. Even if everywhere, even if Andy Dalton might not be your quarterback, um, he's st- he's still pretty good, and you can get by with that. Especially for a new coach, you that needs have a lot of needs on the roster. I say building through the lines is important. Taylor's kind of raw, but I mean, he's a very talented kid from the SEC, so I think it's a good pick. Any thoughts on that, Mike? Nice build through the O line. Yeah, you, you do love that, so. All right, so next is uh, my team's rival, the Green Bay Packers, um, one of their two first-round picks that they have. And I'm actually going with the other Iowa tight end early here, Noah Fan. Um, I, th- I think if he doesn't go here, he drops towards the end of the first round. However, um, the Packers really need just playmakers. All they have right now is Devontae Adams and a bunch of scrubs. They have Jimmy Graham, but he's a shell of himself. And Rodgers is one of the highest paid guys. You need to get him you need to get him dudes so that they can score points. What about Mercedes Lewis? <laughs> Mercedes Lewis wasn't even good in 06 when he was a first round pick. So I think Fant goes here. Um, they have two first round picks, so they could, you know, potentially go defense if they needed to, or wide trade, receiver later. Or trade up. Or trade up. Um, but if they stick here, I think Fance is a pick. Um, he can, you know, hit the middle of the field. He's not a huge blocker, but he's very athletic. Um, he knows how to block because even if we're not Hawkeye fans, we can appreciate the fact that they're they are very good fundamental blockers. He's a specialist on that team. Well, he's a specialist, but I just mean Iowa players in general. Hmm. So and that's why their tight ends always get drafted, even the crappy ones. So. Any thoughts on that? Or That's fine. That's fine? <laughs> All right. So next is the Dolphins. Um, they're kind of a train wreck right now. Uh, they have a new coach in Brian Flores, who's the Patriots uh, defensive coordinator, former. I have them taking quarterback here since Fitzpatrick is their starting quarterback as of right now, which. He needs to stay that way. <laughs> he needs to play until he's 55. Yeah. So this, Kate will appreciate this. This is another team he's going to start for. Um, to add to his long list to beat out uh, Vinny Testaverde for exactly. most teams he started for. Why do you hate all the good quarterbacks <laughs> in the NFL, bro? Vinny, Ryan Fitzpatrick. So Fitzpatrick, this is very fascinating. He's actually going to have two records 
basically starting for the most teams as a quarterback. And he's the only quarterback to throw for 400 yards in three consecutive games, I believe. Hall of Famer. <laughs> Hall of Famer, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I do have them taking a quarterback to learn behind Hall of Famer Fitzmagic and Drew Locke from Missouri. I know Kit's not a huge fan of him, but he's a four-year player. He played under a couple different systems. Um, he was under a more pass-happy, not air raid, but spread type of system under Josh Heupel, who went to coach at UCF. This past year, he was under uh, it was Derek Dooley, I think. Our friend Bruno could probably... Uh, Former Tennessee head coach? I think so. I think... Brun, uh, Texas later, uh, once you listen to this, and correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, it was more pro-style type of system, so he didn't have as gaudy as passing numbers, but um, he has a strong arm. You know, he's played a lot. I think he could be successful if he fixes some of his flaws. I know you don't love this pick since this is another team that needs offensive line help, and you would rather have that. Uh, they all need it. <laughs> I think they actually go. I think they go with Clemson, stay down south, and they take uh, uh, one Chris, of those guys, Christian Wilkins. Wilkins? Mm-hmm. That would be a good pick. I think Wilkins is going to be a really good pro, which leads into the Falcons, who take Wilkins in the very next pick from Clemson, D tackle. He was probably their most talented player on that defensive line, um, which will feature probably three first round picks um, in this draft, and. I think he's going to be, you know, a future pro bowler, you know, great player. So the Falcons have one really good D tackle in Grady Jarrett, but he might leave after this next year. So this would fill that hole pretty well. So I feel good about that pick for the, the dirty birds down in Hotlanta. You agree? Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I picked him one spot earlier. <clears throat> That's true. So. I mean, he's a good player. I, I could see, I could even see like Farrell going here on the edge a little bit and getting oh, some yeah. red, you know, get their best value. Colin uh, Farrell, yep. yep, he's a good player too. So next, I have the Washington Redskins uh, fifteen. They unfortunately lost uh, Alex Smith last year to a horrific injury. I was actually watching that live; it was nuts. Um, they traded for Kit's favorite quarterback, Case Keenum. <laughs> um, but anyway, I this could be a spot for a trade for Rosen, um, kind of like what I was talking about before, as well as quarterback. But I really think that they go wide receiver here and another player from the Big 12 that Kit might know in Marquise Brown from Oklahoma. He's kind of small, but he's... Incredibly, incredibly fast. <clears throat> He's very. I would compare him to the Sean Jackson. You know, smaller, faster, um, and kind of just help over the top for whoever plays quarterback there. And then the Redskins kind of double down and hope for a quarterback next year. You mean Hollywood? Hollywood, Brown. Oh, okay. This is real names, Marquise, but yeah. Call him Hollywood. <laughs> You're friends with them, or what? Exactly. <laughs> So I think it's a good pick for them. Um, wide receiver is deep, but it's not like top heavy. So I think second round, uh, like I've stated a few times, is going to be where that's really the sweet spot. So next is the Carolina Panthers, <clears throat> and they need some pass rush help. Um, Julius Peppers is finally retired. 
and that would be a good pick here. However, they really need offensive line help too. So I'm going to take a guy from Alabama by the name of Jonah Williams, who played offensive tackle for them. Although in the league, I think he's going to play guard, guard or right tackle, one of the two. But either way, help out Cam Newton, help out Kitt's boy, Christian McCaffrey, um, get those yards. So I think this would be a really good pick for them. Wide receiver is definitely a possibility here too because it just seems like they always just have random dudes and not a guy. So I I think they go O line, but they go out west. Andre oh, D- Dillard. Dillard. Yep. Yeah. That'd be a good pick too. Washington like, State like offensive tackle. Six, six nine, six eight. Yeah, he's like a, he's a big dude, and he played really well for one of our favorite coaches out there in Mike Leach. All right, so next is the Giants' second pick, and this is the one from the OBJ trade to uh, to the Browns. And I'm taking another offensive lineman by the name of Cody Ford, who played for Oklahoma. And um, he's kind of an offensive tackle guard. I think he's going to play either right tackle or one of the guard positions for um, the Giants. They their offensive line should have been better last year, but it was really bad. And especially when you're building your team around a guy like Saquon Barkley, you need to upgrade that. So I think this is where they go here. It's definitely O-line in this pick if they don't trade up. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Williams or Ford. It's yeah. going to be Alabama or Oklahoma. Probably. Yeah, either, either one, depending on who's still there. I agree. And next is the Minnesota Vikings. And... Guess what? Offensive line. You're going to love this uh, section of the draft. And I'm going to the surprise here. Uh, offensive guard from Boston College by the name of Chris Lindstrom. He's one of the top-rated guards in the draft. He's been really rising up um, in his last few months. I would go Dillard from uh, Washington State, but I think the Vikings would need more help at the guard position. So that's why I was going there. And the, I think they want to get more to the running game since they got kind of away for, from it last year with Kirk Cousins and when they signed him. So that's where I'm going with that one. Yeah. I think the, the Vikings stay O-line, um, but I could even see him reaching for, like, uh, Dalton Reisner. Somebody oh, that K-State the, guy, yeah. Somebody that mauls in the middle. Yeah. He's going to be a stud right tackle um, yeah. in the league. Or even a guard. Yeah. So... Next, um, we're going to start with my uh, run on cornerbacks. Um, So Tennessee Titans is next. And I'm going to go with my top-rated corner here, Byron Murphy from Washington. He's a little short. He's like 5'9", 5'10". But, I mean, he was was a stud for that defense for a while. And the Titans need some corner help. Um, They weren't very good at that last year. Titans could definitely use their wide receiver because – they seem to never be able to figure that out. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happens here. But once again, second round is going to be the sweet spot for that. So You get the, you get the defense's special players first before that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. So uh, next is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had some drama in the offseason. The Le'Veon Bell drama is over, finally. Um, Antonio Brown got traded to the Raiders. So now it's just Big Ben's team. And Juju Smith-Schuster's their top wideout. But I'm going to go on the defensive side here and take a cornerback from Georgia by the name of DeAndre Baker. I thought about going Greedy Williams here, who's uh, from LSU, but 
I think Baker's a little bit better than him. So that's why I was going to go there for the Steelers. They also need help at the in the defensive backfield. Um, but they could definitely go wide receiver since they lost Antonio Brown. He's a huge part of their offense, so I wouldn't be surprised at that either. Or tight end. Uh, it's a sneaky spot for that since Jesse James um, left the team as a free agent. So, Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so next is the first of the Seattle Seahawks first-round picks since we had a huge trade today, which we'll get into later. But for the first pick, I picked a guy that I think we talked about a little bit earlier in the DN from Michigan, Rashawn Gary, with his nine overall Wanderlick score. The Seahawks, um, with the trade of Frank Clark, definitely need a defensive end now because they basically don't have anybody. Um, Gary just tore his shoulder, labrum or something. I don't know. He's very talented, but obviously not very smart if that's to be believed with the Wonder League score. And he never really lived up to his potential at Michigan because he was, what, number one or number two recruit out of high school, yeah. wasn't he? And so, he's got speed. That's what the Seahawks want is yeah. speed, too. Well, and it's a team that's taken chances on guys before, so I just felt like this would be a good spot, landing spot for him. So They <clears throat> have other needs, obviously, but they have another first-round pick, so we'll get to that. But um, I think- I think they they take the second best name in the first round overall. Who's that? Name wise, Montez Sweat. <laughs> That's a great name. We'll get to him. We'll get to the best name in the draft completely. In the okay. First round. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, next is the Baltimore Ravens, and um, they've drafted pretty well over the years. Um, they're kind of a new team now with Lamar Jackson as their quarterback. They kind of went to like a run based option. Weird NFL offense last year. Got him to the playoffs. But I think they go defense here. And Kellen Farrell um, from Clemson, uh, one of the other defensive linemen that's going to be a good pro as well on the edge. Um, They could also use a wide receiver. Um, I feel like I keep stating that. Uh, They lost Michael Crabtree. Um, They really have nobody a wide receiver, but they have enough picks. I, I think they can fill that need, so. I'm going to go with a great defensive lineman from Clemson. Holly, Hollywood Brown. <laughs> if he's still there? If, yeah, he'll still be there. He'll still be there? Okay. Right. I went a little too early. Holly, All right. A little Hollywood to the Charm City. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so next we have the Houston Texans. And it doesn't matter who they take here. They have to take offensive line. Their offensive line was awful last year. Awful, awful, awful. So this is where I'm taking Andre Dillard, the Washington State tackle that we talked about before. If he's not there, take the next best available. It doesn't matter what position, just take him. So that's my thoughts on that. O-line. O-line. O-line, O-line, O-line. So next is the Raiders' um, second pick. They have another one coming up because they have three first-round picks because they traded everybody. Um, This is the Bears' former pick, so... Hurts me a little bit, but we got uh, Khalil Mack out of the deal, so I feel pretty okay with that. So this is where Kit's boy Montez Sweat's going to go, Mississippi State, because the Raiders love speed, and they need a guy who just ran a 4-4 at his size um, on the edge. They need they need defensive guys anyway. Their de- defense was awful last year, and I think this would be a good spot for them. Um, 
you know, he was he was good in the SEC. I think he'd be good in the NFL. So just gotta get him into a system. Is this where the first running back goes off the board? Next for the Eagles? No, the the Raiders. Raiders yeah, very possible. Very possible. I'm on the belief you don't draft a running back in the first round. But somebody's gonna Raiders are gonna do something stupid. Yeah, so this could be where uh, the kid from Alabama goes, um, Josh Jacobs. So I would not be surprised in the least. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, next are the Eagles, and I think they go corner as well. So this is where Greedy Williams would go from LSU. Um, they played like 12 or 13 corners last year. They had a bunch of guys get hurt. Uh, still made the playoffs, but they need help there. Um, running back could be a position here too, so – if the Raiders don't take one, the Eagles definitely could. So I would not be surprised in the least. They're going to stick to secondary or running back. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's not a, a bunch of holes in that roster, so that's really the only holes they have currently. So the next one I was really torn on, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, they had a great draft last year. Offensive line in the first round, uh, Quinn Nelson, who was incredible. Um. And then in the second round, they took a kid by the name of Darius Leonard, a linebacker who was also an incredible all-pro player. So they have a need at wide receiver. I don't really – I'm not a huge fan of this kid. Um, he's a specimen, but I don't know how good he will be as a pro. But I put DK Metcalf, a uh, wide receiver from Old Miss here. Um, he's absolutely shredded, uh, runs a 4-3. But I don't know. I just <laughs> – I just – I feel like he's going to go in the first round just because of how athletic he is. So this is a spot I had him going. Yeah, it could be. I uh, I, I could also see uh, Dexter Lawrence, the third the third uh, Clemson defensive lineman going in this spot. They have three defensive linemen in the first 26 picks. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely first-round talent for sure. So... Next, at 27, is the Oakland Raiders. Um, this is their pick that they got from the Dallas Cowboys when they traded Amari Cooper. And I have another tight end, Irv Smith from Alabama, um, going here. They lost Jared Cook in free agency, who was actually their best receiver last year. So they need somebody to fill that void, and Smith's a really good player from, obviously, a really good program in Alabama. So I think this is a great pick for them. Um, they could go running back. They could do stupid stuff. I don't know. It's the Raiders. So they could go corner. Later. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. They might have the worst roster in all of football. They're pretty close. Yep. It's not good. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that would be a good pick for them because I think Smith is a really good tight end. So. Next is uh, Kit's boy he just talked about, Dexter Lawrence uh, from Clemson, to the L.A. Chargers. They have a need in the middle of their defensive line, um, specifically nose tackle because they play a 3-4 type of style of defense, and I think Lawrence would be excellent as a nose on that defense because he's athletic and he's big, and he was great at Clemson. So I think this is a slam dunk. I don't If he's still there, they have to select this guy. This is where I come to the the best name in the draft. Rock Young Song. Oh, from Temple, Temple. the cornerback. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he's best got a great name. name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be a good player. Uh, so, not a bad pick. 
So at 29 is where the Chiefs were going to uh, pick. However, they traded that today to acquire Frank Clark. So this is now the Seattle Seahawks pick. And with that, I think they should continue on their offensive line um, and pick Eric McCoy, who is a center from Texas A&M. He could probably play guard as well, but... I think this is a good pick for them. They just paid an asinine amount of money to have Russell Wilson be their quarterback forever, and you need to protect him. So he got sacked a ton last year, so they need to improve that. And this would help. Whether it's guard or center, doesn't matter. It's a good pick. Yeah, yep. offensive line. <laughs> yep. Stick with it. Stick with it. All right, so next is the Green Bay Packers at number 30. Um, this is a pick that they acquired from the New Orleans Saints. And like I talked about earlier when they picked uh, Noah Fant, I'm going to have them taking a wide receiver um, to help out uh, with playmakers for Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going to take Nikhil Harry from Arizona State. He's a big body wide receiver, big red zone target. I think that would be good for Rodgers to have these jump ball type of guys between Noah Fant and him. This is where I'm crossing my fingers that Iowa State brings a streak and Hakeem Butler gets drafted in these next couple picks. I don't think it will happen, but I'll be paying attention and hoping that it finally does. Because this would be paying yeah. attention where? On my phone. Where at? <laughs> While I'm rolling sushi in the class, because that's not great. <laughs> uh, no. I, the Packers, if they go offense in their first pick, they're smart enough to go defense in the second pick. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they probably they, need I don't know. They've health. taken a lot of defensive guys the last couple of years and yeah. not addressed wide receiver while guys got old. I'm just saying. That's true. So, all right. Next is the L.A. Rams, uh, NFC ch- defending NFC champs. Um, they actually lost two of their best linemen in free agency. And I think they have to go offensive line to try to fill that hole because they don't have a ton of holes on this uh, on this team. But they like to run the ball, they like to pass the ball, so you need protection. I'm going to go with Garrett Bradbury, who's a center from NC State, who could also play guard. Um, really smart, sound player. Um, I think he plugs in immediately, whether it's at guard or center, because they lost both, so he could play either either or position. I think it'd be a great pick, and he starts from day one. Yep, O line. <laughs> plugging them in. And next is our friend Cody Fred's favorite team, the hated New England Patriots. Um, this is a pick that they love to trade out of to get multiple second-round picks, third-round picks, whatever it might be. So I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if that happens. But they're finally going to take a quarterback, Daniel Jones from Duke. Yeah, smart player. Smart player. He learned under David Cutcliffe, who taught Kit's best friend Peyton Manning. So, I I also think they could if if he still slides to them, this could be where they pick up their next uh, Logan Mankins. Oh, former wrestler. Yep. That's that's. <laughs> they pick up Dalton Reisner possibly. Too. You're a big fan of Reisner. He's going to go early in the second round. I have a feeling. But. Okay. Like Patriots are all about O-linemen, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, and a lot of people don't know this, but they have, honestly, the best offensive line coach in football. And I and I don't think the Patriots will ever draft an 
quarterback in the first round. Second round? Yeah. Because they did with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. But I don't so. think the, I think they would trade out and take the quarterback in the second round because <laughs> they can pay him and see what he's going to be like first for less money. Yeah. I mean, that's 100% what they did with uh, Jimmy G. So. All right. Well, that's uh, my mock draft that I released on our Facebook page as well as uh, LinkedIn on our Twitter page. So you can give me crap and say how bad it is um, and look through it while you watch the first round on Thursday. Just remember, Rob watched a lot of uh, game film this season to watch all these players, I'm sure. <laughs> Not as much as I used to. You know I used to. I used to record basically everything and didn't have a life. Girlfriend, nothing. And Rob, I'm sure Rob went to a lot of these pro days to get all of his uh, insights. <laughs> well, as well. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I have actually. It's my second side job. How many, how many flights did you have this year? <laughs> it was pretty expensive. All? Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any questions on our uh, the mock draft that we just went through? Nope. All right. Well, that's kind of boring, Ken. You don't care because it's the NFL, so you don't really care. Yeah. So the draft is the best part of the NFL, and then after that, I don't care. <laughs> well, why don't we talk about our local guys that weren't um, involved in the first round? So we're not going to talk about the Iowa tight ends that got drafted because they're both definitely going to be first-round picks, I think. So, Iowa State-wise, um, we have two guys leave early. First time that we've had anybody leave early since Troy Davis in 1997 draft when he got drafted in the fourth round by – or no, excuse me, third round by the Saints. And Akeem Butler, uh, wide receiver, um, and David Montgomery is a running back. I think Akeem will go in the second round. Um, he's an athletic specimen, ran a great 40 – so somebody's going to take a chance on him because he could be special if he puts it all together. David is more pro-ready. Um, he just doesn't have a lot of burst, so he's not a burner. But he's going to get you yards. It doesn't matter what team it's on, he's going to get you yards, whether it's carrying the rock or catching it through the air. I think he still sneaks in the third round. However, if he falls the fourth, I wouldn't be surprised. But either way, he's going to make a roster, and he's going to he's going to play next year. And he might not be the starter, but he's going to get carries next year. I 100% believe that. The uh, Butler could be the boomer bust. He oh, yeah. He literally could be the talent to go in the first round, but bust out quickly. Yep. Whereas Montgomery is just solid all the way through. He's probably never going to be all pro or even make a – a Pro Bowl team or anything like that, but he you could, never know if he gets in the right system. He could have one like you know 800 yard season in his career, very just solid, and then other four to five hundred yard seasons from there. Yeah, I mean that's fair. I think Akeem, if he puts it all together, could be all like a Pro Bowler for a team. I really mm -hmm. do because mm -hmm. I mean he's that talented if he puts it together. But he could also boom. Yeah. Be out of the league really quickly. <laughs> As I told Kit um, off our podcast here, um, Willie Harvey's actually ranked 45th out of the outside linebackers by Mel Kuyper. Doesn't mean he's draftable, but I think he makes a camp um, in the free agent um, uh, post-draft. 
And then the two corners, um, Brian PV, who was a great college corner. I mean, he, he was our lockdown guy for multiple seasons. And then DeAndre Payne, who playing, transferred. Playing with a torn pec. Yeah. I mean, you love that type of guy. But he's he's a small. He's five what, 5'9". Five, so, but he'll make a camp, too, as well as DeAndre Payne, um, who transferred to us after starting at Tennessee, I want to say. Yeah. Um, both those guys, I, I think all three of those guys make a camp. Um, if I had to guess out of the three that actually make a roster, I'd put my money on PB just because I think he could be a great fifth or sixth corner on a team. Fill in, Somebody play special play teams. Special teams yep. Yeah. Um, as for Iowa, they have guys like Anthony Nelson, uh, defensive end. He's definitely going to get drafted. I would say probably third round. Um, but he's going to be that rotational DN that sticks in the league for a long time. I really feel like, cause he's, he's big. He, you know, technically sound. I feel like all Iowa guys are that way. Um, Amani hooker, um, who left early, correct? As a safety. Senator Nelson, too. Well, yeah, Nelson did. I'm sorry. But, I mean, he's still going to go in the first two days. Yeah. Um, Amani Hooker might fall to, I don't know, fourth or fifth round. Just safety doesn't go that high unless you're truly special. So him leaving early, I don't know if it's the smartest thing. But he'll get drafted. It's probably around the fourth round, if I had to guess. Um, But he'll definitely make the team, I think. I, I really do. There's a couple of the offensive linemen, or offensive linemen I know that are draft eligible. Keegan Render. Um, let me look. Keegan Render was the one from Indianola, wasn't he? Yes. I didn't realize he graduated. I think so. What about our boy Mike Warren? I just saw his name pop up. He's 31st on running backs. Good for <laughs> him. Hey, you don't like Mike? Mm. It's interesting he stayed around that long. Yeah, I thought for sure he'd leave. Where is it? Oh, Ross Reynolds. He played guard for Iowa. Didn't he start one year, but not last year? I don't think he started last year. I don't recognize his name. Yeah, Keegan's 15th ranked uh, center. So he has a good shot to get drafted then. Oh. I just don't, I, I honestly don't know with their linemen where they would go. But, yeah, Maybe Anthony Nelson is ranked 11th. Uh, Iowa, Parker Hesse's 49th. The end. The end. With Iowa, they're always going to get bigger cred for their old linemen anyway from the NFL scouts. Oh, for sure. That. So, yeah, I mean, those guys always stick around, it seems like. Matt Nelson's ranked 39th at D-tackle. And they didn't have any linebackers today. Not anyone that graduated, I don't think. I saw a uh, UNI guy ranked in outside linebackers, a guy by the name of Ricky Neal, who is one of their best defender, defenders. He's actually ranked 28th on the outside linebackers, so he might make a team. So. Any Drake players going to make it this year? No. Um, Did that guy ever make a team? Their tight end from last Yeah, he got drafted for fifth round. He's still on the Falcons. Is he on the Falcons? Yeah, he's like their third tight end. Hmm. Yeah. Still pretty awesome. Hmm. I mean, Drake's had what? Billy Cundiff and this guy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think I'm missing anybody else that should get drafted. I don't think they have any corners, do they? No, no William Penn players? No. <laughs> like. Oh, he was a. Uh, what was his name? 
He was uh, the last pick in the draft that one year, right? The running back? No, not the running back. It was like when in our high school there was oh. a William Penn guy. Well, there was uh, – his name's like Smalls. Um, or Snacks. Snacks Harrison is from William Penn. Oh, yeah. He didn't get drafted, though. He was no. an undrafted guy. But he started for the uh, the Giants. Who? Uh, he just signed a big contract. Who was the running back that played for the Bills? Oh, Fred Jackson. He played at Coke College. Coke College. There yeah. we go. He also played in the Indoor Football League, which I'm a member of as a mascot. <laughs> yeah, wear your hat that way. Claim you're in the Indoor Football League being a mascot. I I get paid. It's true. Does it say <laughs> IFL on the check? No, the it's 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 from the Iowa Bar Service. Yeah. I'm I'm a paid team member. So, but that's not what this podcast is about. Next game is May 4th if uh, anybody wants to come see your old boy. Star Wars night. Kentucky Derby day. I know. Nobody's going to come. So, um, First 500 kids get a lightsaber, though. Do you get it? I don't get a lightsaber. I'm probably going to get hit by a lightsaber. Exactly. Yeah. Swing Hopefully I can see it. Swing it at old Billy with an eye. <laughs> I probably have it coming because I'm an idiot. All right. So now that's, that's done. We got Kids Corner and Kids Fact for the day. So hit us up, Mike. Would you like a couple of facts? I would love a couple of facts. Well, I can also turn this into trivia a little bit, too. Um, do you know where the first ever NFL draft was held? You being the, the draft expert, I figured you would know this. Not well, what you... I, well, I bet it was in the Midwest somewhere. I bet it was in Chicago? Nope. Was it New York? Nope. Shit. Detroit? Nope. Huh. Think of the other city that is like well known for everything expanding in America. Listen. You mean expanding in Washington, D.C.? Well, no. Like uh, Liberty Bell. Oh, Philadelphia? Philadelphia. Okay. At the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in Philadelphia. All right. In 1936. That was your... That was... Yeah. Well, I already named who was the first pick. Yep. You do do like The wizard. Jay Berenger from the University of Chicago. Which is no longer a school anymore, is it? Yes. Which means they don't have a football team. (laughs) And... The other trivia question I had for you, which is also a gift fact, can you name the only first overall pick to never play a snap in the NFL draft, from the NFL draft in the NFL? I cannot. Can't? Hmm. What year? Um, Did it say? Check in here. 1962. 62. I think it would be even around that time. I don't even know who to guess. He was a Heisman winner. He was a Heisman winner. Oh, well, Staubach didn't play right away. He was a Heisman winner, but he was later. I, I figured it would have been like an Army-Navy guy in like the 40s. Would you like this school where he played football? Yeah. Syracuse. Oh, Freaking uh, Ernie uh, Davis. Ernie Davis. Because yep. he got sick. Because he got leukemia and passed away. Holy shit. Yeah, I wouldn't even thought of that. 
Yep, he's the only first overall pick to never play a snap in the NFL. Well, he made it to camp. He just didn't make it past that. That's true. <laughs> yeah. There was a great movie on it. It was The Express. The Express, yeah. Who played Jim Brown in that movie? Jim Brown? No, it wasn't Jim Brown. That movie was like eight years ago. I know. It was a good movie, though. Interesting. Anything else? Nope. Some trivia. That's some trivia. All right, well, we're about in an hour or so. Probably should wrap this up. Hopefully. You got the nerd podcast to read yeah. today. Well, we just we got to talk some superhero stuff. I mean, I love my guys from uh, from uh, EVAC Station. We, we have a good time talking about stuff that you and I don't talk about. Because so. if I brought up Batman on here, you'd be like, who? Who's Batman? Who's Batman? I am Batman. Yeah. <laughs> you have to say a little deeper than that. <laughs> Uh, Kit and I are back in uh, pickleball. Um, didn't do great our first week, but hopefully we'll improve for uh, tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But it's good to be back. Um, we should hopefully have um, some topics coming up that you guys will enjoy. So, anything else from you, Mike? I'm good. Until next time, thanks for joining us. On Welcome to the Dog Pound. If you ever been here, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh-huh. Where people don't dance, all they do is yeah. this. Uh-huh. And after the this original, you the know remix. what it is. Welcome to the remix. It had to go down. I got something else to tell you about the new Motown. Oh, Where people don't visit, they move out here. And ain't no telling who you might see up in Lenox Square. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I miss the Freak Nick. Cause that's when my city used to be real sick. People from other cities used to drive for miles just to come and get a taste of this ATL I'm the MVP, most ballin' player Make my own moves, call me the mayor Monday night, you know things change with time Magic City back looking like 89 All my homies on the south side up in the Ritz Tuesday night, the Velvet Room, same shit Wednesday, strokers, I don't go no more Cause they don't know how to treat you when you come through the door Thursday night, was plush, but we moved the fuel And I be up in the booth, drunk, acting the fool Friday night, at Kaya, they still got love And the Shark Bar be poppin' like it's a nightclub Saturday still off the easy for she's it You can find me up in one tweezy Sunday getting me some sleep please I'm on my way to the deck to hit jazz and tease Holla And you I'm from New York man Represent NYC to the fullest